Hello, welcome to Skill Check, the gaming wellbeing podcast from YMCA Exeter. My name is Andy, and joining me on this stormy, apocalyptic, interesting day is Zach by the beauty of Zoom. Hello, Zach. Hello, Andy. Yeah, I'm still surprised that we can even do this, that Zoom's working, the internet is still working. Everything is still working as it should so far. So I am so nervous. Up on that I am so nervous that our, at least one of our internets is going to just cut out at any given moment. It's. I'm scared for this one, Zach. Any I mean, now. we've not had technical issues for a while, so it would only <laughs> make sense for something <laughs> to go wrong like that. At least it's out of our control this time. It's not something that we did wrong. Yes. So, lovely listener, if you hear me apparently either not pay attention or dash away or whatever, it's because from where I'm recording, I can see outside and outside contains, you know, gardens and trees and fences and bins and garden bins and waste and things like and swings and things like that. So, um... What I'm saying is there may be some distractions. Zach, I apologise in advance. That's fine. I think I'll manage. <laughs> so today we're going to do something a little bit different to the norm. Uh, we're going to concentrate on game on the gaming future, uh, both games that we're looking forward to, um, being released in the next few months, uh, gaming tech that, we, that we're uh, looking forward to as well, um, and we and we'll also talk about a few other bits and pieces coming up in the future uh, as well. So, Zach, you are the man with who has a gaming hit list coming up. What's first on your list of things for us to look out for? Well, it's slightly cheating in the way that it has already come out, so it's, it is looking to the future, but not quite. Um, as in, if you haven't played it, you should go definitely play it. And that's Cyberpunk. So I know it came out and everyone was really sad because it was turned out to be really rubbish. Um, not in terms of content, but in terms of it just didn't run well on any platform, particularly unless you had a really high PC. We did a podcast about disappointment and Cyberpunk. We did. Um, well, it just got its next-gen console update and its 1.5 patch. And so if you haven't played Cyberpunk and you can pick it up for cheap, it is in the best place it has ever been. Um, yeah, so that's that's all I have to say about Cyberpunk, is that it's just had a lot of updates, and if you have a next-gen console, it's had its, con- its update for that as well. So all in all, there's no better time to, to dive in and try Cyberpunk for the first time or restart a run or go back and finish it if you couldn't because mm. of numerous issues um yeah i'm definitely gonna be jumping back in uh and seeing how good it plays now um yeah i'm excited about it and it's not necessarily the future although the the game is set in the future so that might count that way around um i don't don't know i guess we're saying that the future is people looking at cyberpunk nicely with looking at it it's still third or fourth in the most concurrent um, players on Steam. 
Mm, okay. Of all time. So, like, it's still, it was huge when it came out. So, like, this is not, you know, which is just even more bizarre of how big it could have been if it hadn't launched so poorly in, on console. Okay. So, yeah, it's still an incredible world to explore and still, if you like the futuristic cyberpunk setting, it's still probably mm. the best of that genre. Cool. So definitely go check it out. Also coming up, we have is this Triangle Strategy? I'm meant to be playing that I've not got round to playing. Yeah. Triangle yet. Strategy. So it's not gonna break any records. In fact, most people that probably don't have any idea what this game is. Um, but it's one that I've been had my arm for a while. So um, if you've heard of Octopath Traveler, which is a really kind of uh, turn-based RPG, and the same guys that did that game have released in their next game, which is Triangle Strategy, and they've moved away from turn-based traditional JRPG to tactical role-playing game mm. because the, di- the game director said they wanted to tell a more mature story. And so tactical role-play games allow you to focus more on the story elements of the game and how storytelling works best in that setting. And so they've made that move. So it's like if Final Fantasy Tactics and Fire Emblem merged into a game, um, it's done in 2D HD. So it looks like Octopath Traveler. It feels like Octopath Traveler. It's, It's really like hand-drawn pixel sprites versus like HD-drawn backgrounds. So like the water mm-hmm. looks realistic like you'd find in a kind of standard 3D open-world game. Um, yeah. It's all done in like a 2D hand-drawn story, like kind of like a storybook-to-life type setting with a tactical RPG in there as well. Um, the demo demo's out, which is kind of crazy because demos don't normally come out for things anymore but if you have a switch there's a demo for like, a game i know right it's a demo for a game. whatever yeah we did we did talk about it demos are huge demos are such a good thing and i'm glad that they seem to be making a bit of a resurgence because it's always good to play before you pay yes but i like that you know um and there's a demo. There's a demo. And the best thing about this demo for Triangle Strategy is that your save carries over to the main game. So you're not wasting time by playing it. If you oh, genuinely brilliant. think you're going to enjoy the game, download it. And if you like it and then you purchase the game, the save that you, the time you've put into the game will be carried over into the full version, which is just even better. That's, um, that's brilliant because, you so, know, if, you're, yeah. if you've been suckered into the game, you're already there, aren't you? It's great. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, as, and you don't lose anything for trying it and not enjoying it, and then being like, "Oh, mm. I played it, I didn't like it. That's fine." So, I would definitely anyone that has a Switch that kind of likes Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics or kind of any of those kinds of games where they're very kind of tactical, top-down kind of XCOM type games. This this is worth a try, especially because you can play the demo for free. So, just download it, give it a go. Um, yeah, I think it comes out in a couple of weeks. So. No bad time for the demo. You don't have to wait long to play the full game. Cool. And I've heard lots of people on Twitter talking about our next game, Elden Ring. Why yeah. is it not coming so out? Elden game Ring. Sack? Yeah, that's my way of playing <laughs> Xbox type games. I mean, it, it may come out eventually in Game Pass, um, but it 
Game Pass is in this weird place where obviously first party Xbox games will be carting on Game Pass, but any kind of big, big games, it still makes more sense for them to release them not on Game Pass. So it's not coming on Game Pass. Yes, we've got to make money somehow, right? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> arguably the most anticipated game of the year. Crazy that it's coming out <laughs> in February. Um, Q, Q, kind of the last mm-hmm. quarter of the financial year, but the first mm-hmm. quarter of the year. Um, it's usually the quietest gaming. January, February, March mm. is usually dead zone. It's straight after Christmas. Game companies do not release games straight after Christmas. They like to release them around holiday periods. So you get a lot of games start of summer and a lot of games just before Christmas. That's mm. usually how the gaming world works. So the idea that a game of this magnitude and this hype is releasing in February of all months out of the middle of nowhere in no man's land is just crazy but it is so it is what it is and it's coming out next friday i think and it looks incredible like it, it, i haven't played i haven't played the dark souls games uh from software who developed those games this is their next game um the guy that wrote game of thrones was it gr martin i think he is he helped write the story for this game um wow. So they've got some heavy hitters, um, and from what I've seen of it, which isn't a lot because I want to play it, so I've not been trying to learn loads about it, it's <sighs> yeah, it's just going to be a brutally hard game in an open-world setting for the first time. Like, actually open-world, as in you can go anywhere and do anything. It's like Zelda Breath of the Wild, but dark and scary. So I'm both intrigued and terrified. Yeah, sure yeah, it's, it's it doesn't hold your hand and it doesn't hold back. And mm. where Zelda feels like it kind of helps you get to where you need to be, this game is not going to do that at all in any way, shape, or form. And expect to lose a lot. Um, yeah, and it looks fantastic. So, yeah, there we go. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. What else did we talk about earlier? Um, well, do we want to talk about Warhammer? Oh. Okay, sure. Oh, no, no, you were going somewhere else. No, Warhammer's fine. So, Game Pass we've already talked about. It's always nice to put a Game Pass title in these lists because if you have Game Pass, then, you know, maybe you have not caught the latest releases. But Game Pass on PC, so it's PC only Mm, at the moment at least. And that is Total War Warhammer 3. It's a bit of a mouthful. Um, just came out on game. Just came out and is on Game Pass for PC. Um, mm. So if you're a Total War f- fan, they have lots of different games. Warhammer's just. I think they have Total War Rome and Total. Like they, they have a whole series of games, but they're like grand strategy games. So like you yeah. align the troops on the battlefield, and then you know they run at each other, and it's very strategy and and kind of there's there's kind of kingdom management within that as well. Um, if you like Warhammer and you like Total War games and grand strategy games they've done this is the third one of them but from what i've heard they've i mean they the other two were good but this is kind of like they they now know what they're doing to the point where it is very 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 good mm. um i caught a little bit on uh, a little bit of gameplay last night um of it and just of the prologue and this campaign mode and it looks phenomenal so if you have if you have I mean even if you just have game pass for PC and you have a PC that's fairly capable I would suggest checking this out even just to look at like how this game looks it looks fantastic um so yeah that I would definitely check that out 
Yeah, um, I had seen him. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quickly move on to to yeah, another I'm... game because, and I completely ignore what Andy's saying because <laughs> I want, this game is not on our list. I want to squeeze it in anyway, which is Destiny Two. <gasps> now, it's got a huge expansion coming uh, next Tuesday. So this, hey, it'll be out by the time this podcast goes out. So if you play hey. Destiny Two and you didn't know about it, go and download it right now. Um, in fact, press pause. The new season. Press pause. Just, just go. Yeah, just go right now. Leave us. Um, if you play Destiny 2 and you weren't aware, which you probably are, big expansion and new season starting uh, all at the same time. Um, this is the one that was delayed from last year. It was delayed from October. So it's been another three months-ish. Um, yeah, it just looks, they've done a lot of new stuff. Uh, they've kind of gone back and kind of changed how things work. And it just looks... Like they're putting in item like gear crafting and new weapon types and new story and they've reworked some of the classes. So it's just they've done a lot. There's a whole lot more things to do and see, and they've changed some of the core gameplay loop and how we kind of craft weapons and unlock things. Yeah, they've just done so much. It's too much to cover here. Um, all I'm going to say is if you play Destiny two at all and you've maybe put it down for a little bit there's no better time to jump mm. in than literally right now so if you've played it before and you put it down press pause press stop leave us alone and go play yeah i mean or you'll have to pay, pay for the, pay for the update i think um, but apart from that go for it excellent what's next uh let's not talk about that one because i want to talk more about starfield so Two things. Starfield is Bethesda's next game. Um, it will be an Xbox exclusive. It will be coming out on Game Pass. And they have started releasing kind of screenshots and concept art and other things on, the, on Bethesda's Twitter account. Um, two things. It looks so good. Um, it just blows my mind. Every time they release any part of it, I'm like, this is, I can't even believe this is in the game. Um, slightly concerning though, it's half a year ish away and we've not seen any gameplay. That raises all kinds <laughs> of red flags. <laughs> um, especially because Bethesda's known for their launches of games to be buggy and awful. So the idea that we haven't seen any gameplay and we're about half a year out is Cyberpunk version 2022. <laughs> no, it's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be that bad. <laughs> but, um, but one can also imagine that they're going to do, they're going to go really big at E3. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. happens this summer, <laughs> um, I imagine Starfield will be over everything that Xbox will, it'll be the only thing that Xbox probably wants to, and Bethesda probably wants to talk about. So I imagine Starfield will be everywhere. Um, so yeah, just to look out for that and to have that on the horizon. If you have an Xbox and you have Game Pass, this is a no-brainer. Um, so this is just flagging it on your radar. I think it's it comes out the 11th of the 11th. So um, 11-11. So that's that's a while away still. So you've got plenty of time, but this is just a flag it for you to be aware of. A few other quick mentions before we move on to other things. A few games that were coming out in March got delayed and I was super excited for them. But Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous console release 
delayed until autumn time, but it's still hopefully coming this year. So if you're interested in that or didn't or were interested in that, excited and haven't heard yet that it's been delayed, it has been delayed till the autumn. Another game that's been delayed that I was also really excited for, but it's still hopefully coming out this year, was Marvel Midnight Suns. Um, that was supposed to come out next month, but it has been delayed till further in the year. So if you were thinking about checking out either of those games and hadn't heard yet, I am the bearer of bad news in terms of they have been delayed. <laughs> um, but also good news. It looks like they're both still going to come out this year. Um, so that is good news. And you know what? This little few weeks is just full of games. So I, I have, I am happy that my wallet will not be feeling the full blow of what would have been a very, very busy um, gaming schedule over the next few months. And it allows probably more people to play more games this way around as we all have to make sensible choices when it comes to what games we play and what mm. games we don't. So this allows people to not feel the burden of like rushing to play games and, and maybe pushing their budget a little bit too far uh, in terms of what they can realistically afford, um, especially because the cost of living is going up handy, unless you've heard. <laughs> um, that, that may have come up in, you know, day-to-day life. I guess on that weird subject of cost of living and cost of equipment and things like that, there is some new um, hardware to look out for. There's new equipment that's been that's either released or equipment that's arguably um, becoming more and more mainstream and more and more popular. Uh, so, for example, Oculus Quest 2. I know I talked about it the other week, but we are talking future of gaming this week. And I think, well, I had it on the other night, the headset I borrowed. I'm like, the technology involved here is probably not going to go away anytime soon. It is there to be explored. It's a reasonable-ish price bracket as well. It's not hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds in any way, shape, or form. Don't get me wrong, it's probably up there with the price of some new consoles, and that is 200 plus pounds. But compared to some of the other headsets that are available and out there, it's becoming more and more affordable. It is, and sticking with that, um, PlayStation also announced their new virtual reality 2 headset, um, PSVR 2, I think they're calling it, um, which, again, will be probably even more affordable than the Oculus Quest 2, um, especially if you've already bought a PlayStation 5. um, Mm. I imagine you'll just be able to buy the headset. Um, Yeah. Like Andy said, this this technology is not going away um, anytime soon. If anything, companies seem to be firmly invested in making virtual reality a normal part of the gaming kind of catalog of hardware. And I'm just excited to see what that means for gaming generally, whether whether eventually everything moves into a virtual reality setting or not um, will be interesting, especially over the next few years as that technology becomes more readily available and developers see the value in developing for virtual reality, which they've not kind of got there yet. Um, the game selection is still pretty thin on the ground. Um, but there we go. It's a thing. It's happening. Okay. Now, 
is this the point where we where we talk the f- the other future? Sure, as in the tangible future of us as the, a thing. The tangible future of of us as a thing. Now, <sighs> lovely listener, I'm broken hearted. This young man here is leaving me alone, a broken wreck of a soul. As he is off on some new exciting adventures, um, Zach has been an absolute amazing pleasure doing skill check with you. What does this mean for skill check? Is that apart from not me not being distracted by many beings coming from my PC, um, it means that skill check itself is probably going to I'm going, I'm going to use words go away. It's not going to go away forever. This is the end of our series. Skill check is coming back in some shape or form. I'm personally looking forward to what the future of the podcast looks like. And uh, I'm fairly certain there might be something else in the future. Um maybe some sort of Zach and Andy spin-off show to look out for somewhere on the internet as well. That uh, you did not hear that on the official YMCA platform or anything like that at all whatsoever. Zach, for the last time, can you? So let me just click here. So for the very last time, this has been Skill Check, the gaming and wellbeing podcast from YMCA Exeter. I've been Zach and he has been Andy. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so by email at response at ymcaexeter.org.uk. You can also find us on social media at YMCA Exeter on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. And if you'd like to listen to the podcast, you can find us on all good podcast providers. Search Skill Check Podcast and you will find us. If that all sounds way too difficult and complicated, if you go to our homepage ymsx.org.uk and scroll down you'll also find a link to our podcast there this has then been skill check the gaming wellbeing podcast from ymsx and i will not see you all next time